In today's episode, Laura and I will be discussing, would you like to speak your truth with no fear or judgment? Meaning, we'll let you come on and speak your truth. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Oracle and Warrior podcast. My name is Tina, and I am one of God's oracles. And my name is Laura, and I am one of God's warriors. Sound crazy? Welcome Welcome to to our world. Tell me, Tina, what is this all about? Today, we are going to allow our guests to come on and to allow them to speak their truth with no fear or judgment and to they can do it anonymously or they can say their name. It is totally up to them. But the special, amazing thing about today is we have a very, very special guest. Hello, Amanda. Hello. Amanda is part of Free Will Healing, and she... And we're going to let her tell you what it is she does. Oh, where do I start? I know. There's, <laughs> you're such an amazing human. Well, right back at you. So if I have been on a, a health journey for most of my life, but I actually do have some specialties that I use in my own life with my family and with my clients. Currently, I am a homeopath, uh, actually a homeopathic consultant. I am an herbalist, a nutritionist. I offer a bio resonance scans. That thing is so cool. Thank you. I love it as well. And I just became a certified German New Medicine consultant. German New Medicine's been around for many years now, but it's it's just becoming well known. And I think it's time. It's time for us to. I actually need to talk to you more about that because I don't really know anything about that. Look at Laura. Laura's like, I've looked it up. I've no, researched actually, she it. sent me several articles and I have not had time to look at them. My life has been a little cray cray. And also, Amanda is a level three Reiki master as well. Yeah. She is just the um, very versatile, amazing human. And we are so honored to have her uh, choose us to um, to practice to practice that, yeah. uh, in our space, and we're we're so honored to have her. And so we cool. just love and, and, and she uh, is very brave coming on. Uh, Going to have to speak a truth here. <laughs> I know, truth or dare. Truth I haven't done dare. this since I was so, yeah, in high school. The, the thought process was, you know, sometimes we have a truth that we need to get out, and we're afraid of being judged or afraid of, um, uh, you know, people not accepting our truth and, and being harsh to us. So the thought process was, come speak it here anonymously. Get it out, see how it feels to speak it, and then possibly if it's relating to another person, possibly you can go to them afterwards after you've brought up that courage to to just get it out. Work exactly. that work that throat chakra and get it going. There you go. Work that throat <laughs> chakra. So we're we're not gonna make Amanda go first. Uh <laughs> so uh Laura, you wanna go first? You want me to go first? Uh I think Laura Let's all let's get a round of applause for Laura going first. Everybody, let's start applauding. Okay, Laura, she's oh gonna go boy, first. My there we go. We got it. That's it. Love you guys. My truth, and I've actually I think I've spoke this, but not to the general public. I do not like children. So I ex- love my children. Ex- I was going to say, explain that a little bit better. Beautiful, amazing. <laughs> we children. got a, we got applause. <laughs> I have two amazing children that I love with all my with everything I am. And that's about it. (laughs) Children, and it's not that I don't, because they're children, they they just, it stresses me out to be around a group of children 
And I don't know if it's the responsibility of either making sure they're all safe and taken care of, because I, I got to do that all the time in my own life, right? Warrior over here. Or if it's just they get on my dang nerves. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't pinpointed it. Um, but I've caught a lot of flack with that one when I mentioned I, I just don't like children. Everybody's like, well, you have to, right? And no. No, nope, you don't have to. I don't. I don't. And so I choose to not be around a lot of children. Yeah. So I think mine ties kind of into yours. Your Mine might actually be a reason why you don't like children. Okay. And my truth is that I uh, don't normally speak out loud is I have a big issue with when I am in a public space mm -hmm. and um, people allow their children to just like run wild. I don't think that I should have to be physically assaulted at Walmart with children slamming into me or throwing a ball that hits me in the head mm -hmm. um, because their parents uh, feel that, you know, they should be able to do as they choose or run wild. While I do agree with allowing children to express themselves, mm -hmm. I do agree, I do uh, feel very strongly that the first thing before you teach a child that, the first thing is to teach people how to, children, how to be respectful of other people's space. Yes, you are allowed to do whatever you choose in your space, mm -hmm. but not if you're physically assaulting me. <laughs> Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And so I have a real problem. Thank you for the heart, whoever that was. <laughs> um, I have a real problem with, or if I'm at a movie oh, and gosh. somebody has um, children that are screaming. Yeah. And they pretend like the children aren't screaming and just sit there and watch the movie. Mm. Yeah. If I'm, I'm sitting in a movie and I see a baby, I'm like, why did they bring the baby? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the baby's fault. It is not but, the baby's uh, fault. But definitely parents. But yeah. But I mean, that one's a pretty common one, right? I mean, I'm, I think most people. Well, I think it depends on where do, you live. Yeah. In Texas, when we lived in Texas. Yeah. yeah that was a big thing. Like children being respectful and polite oh, yeah. is a huge thing mm -hmm. in Texas. But I have found that in Utah, um, that's not really as much of a thing in Utah where we live, um, especially like in our neighborhood, you know, um, we'll mm. come, we have issues. Mm. <laughs> Amanda's looking at both of us like, what? Uh, we'll, we'll come out. Yeah, no, we'll come in because we live in a circle, right? And so we'll come into our circle and the kids will be playing basketball or whatever and they don't move. Yeah. Like they see you and they glare at you, but they don't move. And like you have to like, roll the window down and say, could I get to my driveway, please? See, I don't, I don't speak that as nicely. No, Laura says, <laughs> get the hell out of the way, you little what heathens. What are you doing in the road, brat? <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's kind of... So before we have Amanda speak her truth, uh, anybody who'd like to come on as a guest and speak your truth, you can speak your name. You don't have to. Um, but just know that there will be no fear, no judgment in this. Um, we love you exactly as you are. And... Uh, sometimes it helps to speak it out loud to somebody who doesn't know the situation. Mm -hmm. And because sometimes once we speak it out loud, uh, we feel, as Laura said earlier, we feel more comfortable than saying it to the person or group that we need to. Mm -hmm. So so please feel free to request to be a guest. All we ask is that you be polite and respectful. Yes. And you don't have to say yeah. the view, same views, just be polite yeah. and respectful. Yeah, and it could be a truth that you need to say to somebody or just to society in general. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not good with that in society, just like 
the kid thing. <laughs> there you go. Everybody should love kids. Well, no, not really. Yeah. So, anywho, Amanda, do you have a truth you would like to share with us? Well, I just I just wanted to add to you two ladies that I am a school teacher. And oh, that's <laughs> right. I forgot about so that. As, as you're saying, as you're telling me that Utah children do not have as much respect as Texan children, okay. that that look you saw on my face was shock, not shock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you experienced it. Yes. Yeah. So uh, luckily, I came from a public a public school environment into a private school environment, and then again into another private school environment. So I was actually able to see the differences. And nothing, nothing against public school, but everything against public school. <laughs> Thank you. And if you're a teacher out there, you understand. Yes. God bless teachers. And I always tell teachers, I'm like, God bless you, because there is no way. I mean, God definitely did not put me on the path of teaching because he knew. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know if all teachers go into the field because they love children. I mean, I, I don't know if that's always yeah, the case. I've, know, I've had plenty of friends. But God bless them anyway. Did you yeah. go into it because you love children or I, because you like education? or All of that. I actually do love children. No no judgment on anybody who yeah. doesn't. You know, that's, that is just definitely something I was born to do was to... Mm-hmm take care of children and thankfully I was able to get away from the public school where the child is now just just as a way of comparison and uh to uh, 2008 2009 <laughs> wait wouldn't I leave the public school oh wait I guess it was 2010 uh-huh. okay so 2010 uh uh, teachers were getting frustrated because there was such little respect mm-hmm. oh, yes. in the classroom from the students. Yes. And when you would bring it to the parent, they, the parent, of course, would be like, oh, my goodness, how awful. But what are you doing as a mm-hmm. teacher to make them do that? To, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> today, today, not in my public, not in my private, private. school, excuse me, but in, with my public school teacher friends, they are telling me that now they actually have parents yelling at them and well, getting in the their faces. Exactly. And mm-hmm. so and not to disparage anybody out there with your need to put your kid in public school, but just uh, just a quick, you know, if anybody wanted some unsolicited advice from me as a teacher, <laughs> homeschool. Homeschool. <laughs> homeschool. And you know your child will not be a weirdo because I know some weird My child is not a weirdo and she is. So well, you know, your child yeah. is a weirdo, but she's the best weirdo okay. in the world. She's a cool weirdo. She's a cool weirdo. It's yes. <laughs> good to be. It's good to stand out. It's good to be yes. different than society at times. And and so you both mentioned things that were maybe societally uh, un, unapproved. Right. Yes. And that's, that was the deal. Like, you know, society yeah. wouldn't accept, you know, everybody should love children. I agree. My, uh, both of my girls went to public school because, you know, we were a military family and mm-hmm. didn't have the money uh, for private school. Not that I would have probably, I don't know. Anyways, neither here nor there. But um, my daughter's teachers always told us that my daughters were the most polite, mm-hmm. respectful children awesome. um, in the whole classrooms, you know. And, of course, under my breath, I'm like, yeah, because they get beaten at home if they weren't, you know. <laughs> um, it looks like I we have, have a guest. somebody that wants to share our truth. And then, Amanda, are you ready for your I'm truth so when ready, we're done here? Okay. Here. Yeah, we got Richard. Oh, we're not supposed to say his name. Uh, well, if he now. wants to say his name, he can. Yes. That's we're leaving the, the, the truth can be anonymous if you choose. Hello, handsome. What you got for us? Yes. Um, I heard you talking about schools. I come from South Africa, and when I went to school in the mid-80s, they had one fix for you, and we've got, we, we don't have it anymore. 
but they had corporal punishment. Yes, oh. when I was a so kid. If you did something wrong, you got six of the best. <laughs> not all kids, not all kids learned from that, but uh, I knew some boys. They get six of the best every week. It was out their hobby. Came to the headmaster. <laughs> yeah. That is that is that yours. Is, I, I, what we would refer to as getting jacked. I got jacked for having long hair. Oh my goodness! Yeah, like as if that would, uh, you know, one, affect your. It was my first year at that school. They didn't worry about the fact that it was you were a child and that your parents were responsible for having your hair cut whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, and they'd have prefects standing at the door and they would pull you aside if they felt that you were not uh, correctly dressed. Yeah. And you got to join the club, basically. Mm. Yeah. I spent months I got called for his hair. So tell me, sir, what is, um, tell me your truth about that situation, about children being treated in that manner. What is your truth about that? Um, my truth is sometimes it gets abused. Agreed. Um, and to be honest, the system was abused. It was only supposed to be um, heads of departments or the headmaster. But class teachers used to hit kids. Uh, you very often, and they do it right in front of the rest of the class. Uh. We had an Afrikaans teacher. And he, the very, if you didn't do your homework on a, that guy would climb into you like it, I just don't understand. The system was pretty, um, it was actually very strict. There wasn't very much you could do, um, even to the point where playing sports, you'd be told, you're doing this, that's it. End of story. May I share something with you? So I want you to know that none of that was your fault. You were an innocent child and you were a beautiful human. And none of that was your fault. And I applaud your courage to come on. You you. have a... Yeah, it's just a different, nowadays we don't have that nope. anymore. Oh, we I'll lost you. We lost you, yeah. So thank you very much for coming on and speaking that. And Amanda, as a school teacher, um, what are your views on corporal punishment? Well, listening to this gentleman's story, Jez, even though in the United States we don't necessarily have corporal punishment. When I was a child, we were reprimanded and we were punished mm-hmm. by our, our teachers at the time. And I don't know if the teachers, honestly, I don't think the teachers wanted that responsibility, just to be honest. Yeah. I, think I just read the other day that there are actually several places in the United States that it is still legal. They're re- or they're reinstating it, actually. Are they? Well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I read that it is still legal in um, several, because we were, had this conversation at home, mm-hmm. because... Both of you have met me, right? I want you to imagine one of my children calling me and saying, I just got my butt beat at school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, whoever it was that laid their hands on my child, um, mm-hmm. for any reason, unless it was in self-defense. If my mm-hmm. child attacked you, help yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But any other uh, 
there is zero reason to put your hands on my child. And if my child got into trouble, um, you may call me and say, hey, these are the options that we have. And you know what? Maybe I might say, yeah, give her good whack. You know, <laughs> I doubt it, but that's maybe I would. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, and I agree, teachers, that's a no, because um, you're, you're trying to teach them. People learn from people that they respect. And um, as we have seen with our prison systems, with abusive parents, mm -hmm. with all, people do not respect Correct. somebody yeah. who they fear. Yeah, fear it goes off our, our topic earlier of, you know, the fear that they would implant in us of God, like fear God. Yeah. You know, and it fear sort of your pushes, father. pushes you away from it. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and as much as I say that I don't like kids, I am not for <laughs> any kind of corporal abuse or punishment or anything like that. It's it's more of a, it just stresses me out because to be I, around a lot of children. The, the way that I see it is if you have a repeat offender, right? Number one, like he, like that gentleman was saying, I keep wanting to say his name, uh, like that gentleman was saying, mm -hmm. um, if a child comes to school and their hair is too long, that's not the child's fault. Yeah. Because does he have money to go somewhere and get it cut? Mm -hmm. That's on the parents. Yeah. You know, my son but was we're always gonna, getting in trouble. But we're going to beat one. the child because yeah. the parents aren't taking him to get his haircut. Yeah. Maybe sit him down and say, hey, what's the story? Maybe their parents don't have an extra 10 bucks. Yeah to get his haircut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have some. And then maybe the school can step in and ask the teachers, hey, anybody here cut hair? Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, my son was constantly getting in trouble. And I remember one time it was like on a Friday and I'm like, okay, if you don't have a cut by Monday, you're going to go to de detention. Okay? You got to miss class because, because your, your hair, hair is too shaggy. Because that, that, you know, you can't absorb it in your brain if you have a lot of hair on top, right? So, Point taken. Yeah. I, I always scientific. wondered what the problem was, that's but that science, actually makes that's sense. That's scientific proof right <laughs> I mean, there. We were going, okay, ladies. <laughs> so, so anyway, I think we were like out of town. We had gone on vacation for the weekend. So he went back with his hair long and they put him in detention. So, of course, you know who was down at the office because mm. my son's texting me on the way to detention. saying, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, we didn't get my hair cut. Yeah. So I was over there and they put him back in class. Let's just say well, yeah, because that's ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah. Anywho, and so. I and I do believe that. I mean, if if you have a child that is consistently their behavior is disrespectful and rude, behavior, yes. I do not believe that any teacher should have to put up with that. Um, so you suspend them, or you mm -hmm. um, expel them, or you know what I'm saying. Yes. The um, you remove them from the situation because again, our prison systems show us that discipline does not work. No. You know, um, confinement does not work. No. Consequences. Yeah. Consequences yeah. work. Yeah. So, so we veered, uh, sort of veered off topic. Yes, I don't know if it's something we want to continue with this. I mean, we can always. Yeah, no, no, like, no. I, I, I know. Or we can go back to the truth. Well, let's go back to the truth. Okay. So if there is anybody so, else that would like to come on as a guest and have the opportunity to speak their truth with no fear or judgment, uh, you can say your name. You don't have to. It's totally up to you. Uh, you just hit us up and ask to be a guest. Yeah. So, so Amanda, are you ready? Yes. Okay. And so you have both had mentioned things that maybe society finds odd. Yes. Uh, I think probably all of us, of course, us in the room right now, and then those who are listening can say very similar things. But, you know, honestly, there is a saying out there that blood is thicker than water. And ah. I am going to dispute that in my own life. And this, there's more to the saying. And if you look it up, there is a lot more to that quote. It's not just a saying. It's a quote. And essentially, the idea behind that is that uh, 
well, they're your family. Mm. They're your family. You must love them. You, you, you're saying about children. Well, you must love children. Well, yeah, I love my own children, but oh, I don't like I other people's children. children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I love mine, but not everyone else's. And same here for me. You know, honestly, I don't like my siblings and it's sad to say I I love them but I don't like them. Oh, that's you know, totally I, I family love them is not distance. Yeah, blood is not ownership. Right. Blood is not ownership and we uh, definitely should take responsibility for what we allow in our space. Mm-hmm. And um you know everyone here at Free Will Healing um is my family mm-hmm. because they are like-minded people who make me feel better about myself and have this purity of heart the people that i was born into yeah you didn't have a choice with that one do not mm-hmm. yeah and that was that was always my thing it's like i didn't choose my family mm-hmm. so i i totally agree with that 100%. one that's a big one on mine because i i don't speak to certain members of family as well and everybody's like but they're your family i was like i don't have to mm-hmm. they don't I, own me they don't own me i don't have to go to that Christmas party. I don't have to. I don't have to. Why do I have to submit myself to that? But that's a great one. Well, and that's that's one of the reasons that we actually started our other podcast, Who Said You Have To? Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that society tells us from the day we're born what we must do. And then they also have this little byline, this little tagline where they say, or God won't love you. Mm-hmm. If you don't do this, God won't love you. Well, they're wrong. No. That's not true. Yeah. You know, and, it's, and like we said, love from afar. Love from afar. You can love them, but they don't have to be in your in your circle. Yeah, I don't. So, I, speaking of which, how many siblings do you have? Right. So, I am the youngest of five, and I, oh, had, wow. a, I had a sister who was vaccine injured when I was very. I wasn't born yet, and so she died when I was seven years old Mm. and so I didn't really get a chance to have a great you know I I didn't have an adult relationship with her but she was injured so she was considered mentally handicapped and then uh, so then my oldest sister who I ended up living with and you ladies know I grew up in a Native American household. Mm-hmm. And so she was yeah, married. The blonde-eyed, blue, or the blonde <laughs> hair, blue-eyed squaw. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. And she was married to a full Shoshone. And so I got that experience. And I learned a lot. We'll tell you that much. I learned That's a lot. Amazing. And culture really does have a lot to do with why and how people view their families. And mm-hmm. certain cultures, I, it doesn't matter what or who or how. or mm-hmm. It just doesn't matter. You are 100 percent faithful and you are going to always be there for your family no matter what they do or who they are or anything and so I saw my siblings I have a brother and and another sister and I had zero relationships with them them. at this point so did you set up like boundaries like this is are they aware that you have made that decision yes so my brother passed away last year and my oldest sister passed away in 2017 and and now I've got one living sister Mm -hmm. and and they do know, and it was very uh, surprising for my sister, to say the least, when I told her, you know, I, I love you, but I don't want this to is a, yeah. yeah, I don't want to do this. Yeah, and yeah. so, and she was very upset, and we'll just cut to the chase that she was, has narcissistic behaviors. Mm. And so, anyway, that was the reason why I had to cut it off. Hello, amazing listeners. Sorry for the interruption, but Laura and I wanted to ask for your help. There is this cool program that we use called Patreon. When you sign up for Patreon under The Oracle and The Warrior, you will get exclusive gifts from Tina and me. For as little as $5 a month, you can get bonus content, live videos with Laura and me, and let me just say, 
<laughs> you know, with those videos, anything goes. But we will be fully clothed. <laughs> as well as an awesome The Oracle and Warrior sticker. Another way to help us is to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Reviews are how we grow our listenership. Laura and I love doing this podcast and truly appreciate all of your support. Now back to the show. Regardless, I should walk around with a lot of guilt. No, I'm not. Why? Why? Why should? According to society. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, whoa. Okay. So, according to society, I should walk around with a lot of guilt. I just cut my sister off, and I just shave your head, and yeah. And but what? How much of a weight was that off of you? Exactly. And so today I can move through my life freely knowing that I don't have to be responsible for my siblings' lives. I don't have to be responsible for their feelings, the way that they interpret things that I do. I mean, my siblings were all very uh, severe drug addicts and alcoholics and just, you know, just everything. They just... Everything was somebody else's fault. Not something you wanted in your space. Yeah, and I just, you know, I'm a person who's like, I take care of my own life. I, I have to take care of things. You take ownership of you. I really do, and I, and I did learn that, which I can give them credit. I learned that from watching them and what they did and what I did not want to do with my own life. So, how do y'all feel uh, along? Because you're talking about siblings. What about parents? Mm -hmm. Oh, and she looks at me when she says that. Lele, I'm going to give you a break and talk about my mother. Yes. So Lele is Laura's mother. mother. <laughs> but I haven't cut her off. She's, and we, and we, she's good. And we pick on Lele all the time. So yes. um, anybody who would like to come on and be a guest, please speak feel free to come on and speak your truth with no fear and no judgment. So um, as a lot of people know, um, I do not have any contact with my family either. Um, you know, I grew up in a very emotionally, physically, and sexually abusive home. And even when I was 48 years old, uh, well, actually, I guess I would have been 45. Um, and my mother could no longer take care of herself. And I begged my husband, you know, please, like, we, we got to bring my mom in. I got to take care of my mom. And, Blood is thicker than water. You well, take and, care of her. well mm-hmm. in my head, it was another opportunity to... I was still trying to obtain that love, mm-hmm. that acceptance. And, you know, it, it took three years and God sitting on my bed. But um, I realized that I cannot uh, get something from her that she doesn't possess for herself. And that is love. She has no self-love. And, you know, we can only love another human to the capacity that we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can only receive love to the capacity that we love ourselves. And her inability to be a good mother had nothing to do with me. And that took me 48 years to get to. No matter how horrific the abuse was, um, it was, I was conditioned that it was my own fault. Mm -hmm. That if I could be smarter, prettier, thinner, richer, whatever, if I could be quieter, you know, um, that if I could just be more. Um, I just wasn't enough. And if I could be more, you know, then I could obtain that love. Yeah. And I watched what my brother and sister, uh, what they were, what they became to obtain that love. And I realized that that isn't what I wanted. That is, And it wasn't um, what I wanted for my children. I didn't want my children to think it was okay. Yeah. And, you know, hurting another human to find some peace within yourself is deplorable and um and yeah that's judgment 
I'm, I'm judging there because <laughs> I lived it. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I choose to love from afar. And I actually just had an amazing, beautiful ceremony with one of our other ladies uh, that is here at Free Will Healing, Jen Scheib. And um, I came to a space where I literally said, um, you know, I give my mother complete gratitude. I am so grateful for all of the lessons that you put in my path so that I could become who I am right here, right now. Mm -hmm. And I even went further and asked God, please do not hold her accountable. Don't do not punish her, please, for all of these things that she's done, because I couldn't have been I couldn't have become me without all mm -hmm. of them. And I severed that cord and said, you know, I, I no longer have that energetic. I'm not bound to you. You're not bound to me. You owe me nothing. I owe you nothing. Just live your life. Yeah, so, and so sort of by Felicia. So in your terms, <laughs> yes, by Felicia. Yeah. Coffee and wine, coffee and wine. <laughs> so Amanda, do you, I guess you, I, I see, Amanda's over here nodding her head. She, you relate. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Very you, much so. You relate yeah. to that, uh, that piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yes. In my case, I didn't actually end up spending my entire childhood in the presence of my parents. They were more on the outskirts because I ended up living with my oldest sister. Right. But in, in the meantime, things were very much a mess and I learned like you had pointed out I'm really grateful for the experiences I mm -hmm. had because it made me who I am today so honestly could, would I want to go back and change things I mean maybe some parts of it sure right? <laughs> but you know I mean all, all in all in the end it just it creates that perfect scenario for you to be who you're supposed to be and you're so amazing that I'm actually going to at this point uh, send out gratitude to every human on this earth that uh, you encountered to bring you into my life because um, I'm a better human because you're here. Thank so you. so I give gratitude to all of them. Touch her again and I'll kill you. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little, I've, I've taken over, you know, the ownership of your protection a now, apparently. <laughs> I would love to hear if any of our listeners have a truth, whether it's something personal or something societal that you just want to get off your chest. And uh, no judgment here. You heard what I said. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Laura said she doesn't like children. So, <laughs> And I said I don't like the unruly ones yes. uh, that are slamming into me at Walmart. Yes. So, And it's funny because once they transition, start transitioning into the teenage years, which is when most adults start disliking kids, right? That's when I like them more. Yeah. I don't know what the difference is. Maybe I'm not as stressed because they're more self-sufficient. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think it's because they don't rely on you. Yeah. Because, like, you know, I've heard you say before that, like, you know, as a mom, like, you're always second-guessing yourself mm -hmm. because you didn't want to have children until you were 30. 30. Yeah. And so I think that that part of um, a lot of us that had kids a little bit younger, I always, I went to 10, you yeah. know. I mean, I was like. I don't know if we'd be friends if you had 10 little kids. <laughs> You had ten little kids running around. I'd be like, mm, "Yeah, well, you know, see you later, Tina." <laughs> after Sydney, we were like, "Yeah, I'm good. We're I'm done. done. <laughs> we're good. We're good right now." But um, you know, that that fear of um, "Am I enough?" Mm -hmm. when it comes to caring for yeah. uh, you know, because everything they need. They're physical, they're emotional, they're spiritual. You know, feeding them. You know, and um, I think that that's. Uh, 
I wanted to nurture another person because of my trauma. Yeah. And whereas for you with your childhood trauma, it was like, I don't, I don't want anybody relying on me. I'll take care of myself. Yeah. And but, I was just thinking that just came to my mind. Like, you know, I have the, my, my quote job, right. I take it as the warrior, right. I'm protecting everybody. And then, so yeah. if I have little ones that I have to protect on top of that, I'm wondering if that was like sort of, okay, you're distracting me from my, oh, yeah. from my soul purpose. That's a, that is actually a really right. good um, thought process. Because they, they hundred percent depend on you as a baby. Right. And so, so maybe I think the stress was, you know, I was working double time. Yeah. Because yeah. with a soul purpose and mother purpose. Yeah. Like, Cause oh. when you have the, when you have the uh, teenager, you can say, okay, run. Yeah. With a little kid, they're like, to where? <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because, like, Lance and I would watch movies, uh, for example, um, you know, a zombie movie or something. And it's always the kid that gets them killed because the kid can't shut up. They're like, everybody be quiet and just, you know, <laughs> run this way. And the kid's like, but mom, I'm going to go this way. Right. And then everybody gets killed. And we're like, it's the dang kid every time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my truth. <laughs> no, and she said it with no fear or and judgment, judgment <laughs> right? Like I even tell my kids now, I was like, if I tell you shush, you better trust me and shush. Don't be like, but my why mom doesn't no. Because your ass getting left shush behind. Fault. <laughs> and them zombies gonna eat your brains. <laughs> we love her exactly as she is. No fear, no judgment. So if there's anybody who would like to get uh, come on, we're going to be wrapping up here pretty quick. Uh, so if you would like to come on and speak a truth or if you have any questions or comments, we just ask you to be polite and respectful. You do not have to see the world the way we do. Mm-hmm. We just ask you to be polite and respectful. Yeah, and uh, I'd love to hear other people's truth because sometimes it wakes me up to something like, mm-hmm. what the hell? Yeah, yeah. That's something that's societal and that's something that I've just followed because it's societal and not actually my truth. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, uh, Amanda, do you have any other truths you'd like to share with? You're like, no, I just thought of one. You told me I had one. <laughs> oh, you know, I am very truthful in my dealings. And so I think most people, I, I can express my truth most often. Yeah, yeah. If I follow Hi. her on Facebook and she's spitting truth Thank all the time. You. Yes. <laughs> and I'll send her memes too. I was like, oh, you'll like this one. <laughs> and I always do. <laughs> when Laura suggested the, uh, this topic um, earlier today, we were talking about it and she suggested this topic. And I said, but I always speak my truth and she's Mm -hmm. like yeah but there's got to be something that you don't openly speak it and I was like oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that um that that uh, part of me that's like manage your children Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like (laughs) don't make me raise your child you know so it's sort of like that little story I was telling you earlier I was at the at school and there was a mother with a little child oh this this is a good one this kid is she gave him a lanyard that had keys on the end and he decided that he was going to swing this lanyard around coming very close to me um mind you I don't mind grabbing the keys and ripping them out of his hand but I didn't (laughs) and the mom said um you know, she did ask him to stop. And of course the child didn't stop. And then the mom finally said, if you don't stop, that lady's going to hit you. Oh yeah. I, don't you love that one at the store? Like, look at the lady, the way she's looking at you anyway. So she tells him stop or the lady's going to hit you. And I looked at the kid and I said, I'm not going to hit you. I said, I'm going to hit your mom. And they literally walked across the room and went to the other side of the building over there. Well, yeah. Cause the, then the mom's being held responsible. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Take the damn keys away from the kid. Mm. It's as simple as that. Yeah. If you cannot manage them if, properly, yeah. then take them away. Be no, the adult. Put the, put, the, put the discipline on me. It ain't my kid. 
scare uh, and scare the child. Yeah. Scare the child because I don't want a parent. Yeah. Now, mind you, I have RBF, so usually kids are scared of me. This is true. <laughs> so this is I true. I just give them a look and they And for anybody stuff. who doesn't know what RBF is, that is resting bitch face. Yeah. And yes, she does. They will. She's they will. beautiful. It is a beautiful <laughs> resting bitch face, but it is definitely I'm a resting. I'm proud of it. So um, it saved me from a lot of things. People don't approach me <laughs> at events. I'm like, well, you you're both speaking exactly to what I was pointing out earlier as being a school teacher and mm-hmm. having noticed that there is a change in the respect factor yes. in yes. general. And teachers, uh, I know there are teachers out there who just you know maybe disciplinarians and they actually you know I mean we can apply that to anything. Cops get a rap of mm-hmm. being like that as well that they're yeah. in that position because of the authority. It brings them. And I'm sure there are teachers like that as well. It's, it's authority. Uh, yeah. Authority. Yeah. So that. I mean, it's like that is not um, proper grammar. It's, it's all good. I'm not from Texas. So, you know, I do pronounce the T's in mountain. Somebody recently asked me if I had moved to southern Utah from California. And I said, no, what, what made you think that? I'm just from northern Utah. And she said, well, you pronounce the, the T's. T's. So just uh, out there for anybody who happens to know, uh, if you're in Utah, you often say mountain. 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 Well, they in Texas, and, too. They're mountains. Yeah, okay, see, yeah. I say mountain. And, but I grew up in California. Okay, so apparently if you're in California well, I grew up in Argentina. and you're a California girl, then you totally Do you live in Hurricane? <laughs> I live I live near Hurricane, but I'll tell you, it took me a while to say I Hurricane. So I know the first time when we very first moved here, and so we have a town that's close to us, and it's called, uh, it's spelled Hurricane, hurricane. but as soon as you say Hurricane, um, they will say... Um, hurricane. Hurricane. And I'm like, but it's spelled hurricane. hurricane. Yeah. So we have a guest coming Ooh, on that with kind of juicy truth they might have. <laughs> Hello, Hello, beautiful lady. What you got for us? Well, I'm cracking up at you guys. I just came into your room. I absolutely know <laughs> nothing about what you're talking about, but I hear three people talking on one face. <laughs> and then you're talking about the California just girls of, you know, Valley girls. And that would be me. Me too, girl. I, I grew up in the uh, San Juan Key Valley, Modesto. Well, yeah, I, I I was, I don't know if you were, but I was raised when that wonderful song came out and I became yes. a Valley girl in that moment. Yes, I graduated, my, I graduated in 88. So I Yeah, was well, I was before Valley. that and my sisters used to say, oh my God, all <laughs> the time, all the time. It was so nauseating. Oh my God, mom! Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh. So of course like, I went out totally, and mimic it. You? Yeah, totally. Like, totally. What the heck? <laughs> I know. I know. And you know what? They're still that way, except they're older. So it's kind of funny. They don't. They don't say, oh my God, but they do kind of talk that way. So. Um, <laughs> gotcha. Do you have a Do you have a truth that you want to share with us today? I don't know. I just so, came so on because you guys were cracking up. I didn't know anything about your dialogue. I'm listening to three people talk, like I said, on one one picture. So I'm like, I don't actually, know what's there, happening. There's two pictures. There's two ladies in that picture. Yeah, I know, but it's one picture with two faces. <laughs> so well, yeah, today's topic was allowing people to come on and speak a truth, whether it's something you've been wanting to share to a person but you haven't had the nerve to, or just something that society says you should believe or do or like, and you don't agree with that. So mine was that I don't like children. And, uh, but you were a child. I don't know. She didn't, she didn't like herself. (laughs) Okay. You know, I like that answer. That was good. good. I loved myself. (laughs) I just, 
Um, I mean, we go on into further detail about why I feel that way, but it's mm-hmm. um, it's not that I don't just like children, but just there, there's more to it than that. But we're, we won't repeat that. But so that, that's the premise of our topic today. Just is there a truth you want to share, something you'd like to get off your chest or just dispel the rumor with society? I have a feeling that this pretty lady does not have any trouble speaking her truth exactly at the <laughs> moment that it comes to her head. Would I be correct? Yeah, you're pretty much correct. <laughs> You know, I, you know, it's funny. I was raised in Southern California and in the Valley, mm-hmm. in North Hollywood and Van Nuys. And, um, but I was raised by somebody who was raised in the East Coast. And oh, wow. She, yeah, so all of us, there's three girls, and all of us throughout our lives until today, still this day, ask us if we're from back East. And we're like, no. They're like, yeah, no, we're all raised in Southern California. That's not possible. And then we joke and we say, yeah, our mom was. So interesting. Yeah, we're about to lose you. We have about five seconds with you. But thank you for coming on and sharing with us. Um, You and if uh, there is a truth you'd like to share, yeah, if you would, if you would like to come back on and share a truth with us, you're absolutely welcome to. We're going to be wrapping up here pretty quick. And like sort of like I said earlier, I enjoy hearing other people's truths to sometimes you know dispel mine like oh that is societal or that is right um or just to hear some juicy gossip about somebody's <laughs> truth or something else well you know i mean we are we are fed from society from the day we're born we are told that we are not tall enough we're not rich enough we're not mm. smart enough we're not pretty enough we're not thin enough we're not whatever you know we're not muscular enough that we're not enough and we are told from the day we are born what we must do to be loved. Mm-hmm. But we are never taught how to love ourselves. ourselves yeah. We are never taught how to find self-love. And, you know, for you, like like you were saying, you know, um, you're not a fan of small children. Mm-hmm. And you don't like to be around groups of small children. And while society would say, oh, well, that makes you an ass. Yeah. The bottom line is it's not that you're an ass. It's that you, um, the, just the way that you're built, you want to protect everyone. That's very and stressful. so if you have 10 little kids, um, you want to protect all 10 of them. And it's very overwhelming mm-hmm. to you. So it's not that you necessarily hate kids. No. It no, is no, no. that the I way that you're around a lot. of them. Yeah. The way that you're built, you want to protect mm-hmm. each and every one of them. Yeah. And so you have set that boundary for yourself because you know that it's safe Mm -hmm. and that's what keeps you safe and um so because nobody it's funny that we've come to that realization during this show right because i always just thought oh i just don't like kids but Mm -hmm. working it through it's yeah it's it's very stressful to me and it drains me of my energy when i'm done with a group of kids i mean and and i'm around them Mm -hmm. my kids have friends over but i'm constantly on the alert yeah. You know, because it's somebody else's kid. They need to get home. They need to be safe. Yeah. Know? May I be an extreme warrior? Yes. <laughs> warrior slash warrior. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the download. It's almost like speaking your truth with no fear or judgment helped you to come to a space of understanding Why? it mm-hmm. and um, allowing yourself to not judge your mm-hmm. feelings. Yeah. Right. And that's to trust them. And that's what it's all what this is all about is helping people to see that they are loved exactly as they are and that we are taught from birth all of these variables and 
they hold God mm. as the um, you're not going to be loved by God if you do these if things. You do all of this. If you and, don't love children, <laughs> yeah. If you don't love children, you know, or whatever it is, and that's just not truth. Mm-hmm. That's not truth because he's our dad. Yeah, and he loves us exactly as we are, mm-hmm. and just like we love our kids. Exactly as yeah. they are. Would I like my children to do the dishes more? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Because I'm tired of my husband yelling at me because the kids aren't doing the dishes, right? But do I love them less? No. No. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. And it sort of comes, you know, when we, I, my whole life, I always said that I hated cats. And, you know, you and I worked through this, right? I, and, and I had cats as a, as a child, very mm-hmm. young child. And I remember loving my little kittens and and then, I, you know, we worked it through and I told you I don't like cats and we didn't work specifically on that, but we realized why it happened. And it turned out to be a traumatic event I had as a child. Exactly. Where some of my cats were threatened. Right. So my child brain went immediately to we'll never own a cat again because it won't they won't use those cats to instill fear in you. Yeah. Well, and, and also I think it's um, I'm not going to let a cat be hurt because mm-hmm. I love it because I love it. And this person is going mm-hmm. to hurt that cat. So my my brain immediately went into we hate cats. Yeah. <laughs> trauma. But, trauma. Trauma. But trauma. speaking the truth, because if I hadn't told you, hey, I don't like cats, we would have never talked about it and gotten down to let's see why. Yeah, right? you know? exactly. Exactly. So I do want to make an announcement. So Laura and I want to announce that we are going to on, I believe it is the 13th of then, July. Oh, July. 13th of July. We are going to have a special guest oh, here. Yes. July 13th. Um, it is July 13th. At mm-hmm. what time? Uh, from one, one, one to two, I so, believe. No, it's one to three because he's going to do both. Oh, okay. Yeah. So one to three mountain time. Um, we are going to have a very special guest, and um, his name is Copo Magic, and he is an amazing, amazing human being. He does. Uh, he is a healing practitioner sound healer and he does sound healing and actually i think copo is 10 to 12 um yeah yeah we'll have to verify so and then in september um september 12th from one to three yes um we are actually going to have um author and all-around badass uh, Dr. Bradley Nelson. Um, he wrote the emotion code and the body code. He is actually going to be on Wisdom Live with us September 12th uh, from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. Um, Mountain Time as well. We're really excited about both of those. Yes. They're going to be really amazing. And Copo, if you want to look them up, it's K-O-P-O. Copo yeah. Magic. And that's two words, Copo and Magic. Yeah. Um, but he's an amazing human. And if you go on Facebook and like Free Will Healing, we're actually going to do a live interview with mm-hmm. him on Wednesday. on Wednesday at 530 Mountain Time. So anyways, well, uh, great talk, Laura. Yeah. Great it talk. was more of a therapy for me, it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, just remember, everyone, you are loved exactly as you are. Peace. Until next time, love eternal, the oracle. And stand for truth, the warrior. If you have suggestions for topics that you would like us to cover or have any questions, please feel free to contact us at oracleandwarrior at gmail.com. You can also check the show notes for all social media links.